Hi everyone, welcome back to Our Hollywood. I'm Daniel. I'm Kim. And today is our season two finale. So that's fun. Yeah. Season, oh yeah, season two. Um, what a... We're taking it light today also because Daniel has like finals weeks and oh, yeah. I feel like crap because I'm on my period. So mm. I'm so sorry that this is like not like a grand finale, finale I guess. But it... also like... Season two finales of shows, I feel like, are very, like, okay, what direction are we taking it now? You know? Well, that's what this is. Yeah. yeah, this is. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. Wow. Okay. Cool. Well, also, like... I'm glad uh, I justified that in my head. No, but we have some big episodes this, like, the round table and, like, yeah. the, the, the double episodes. Like, all our, a lot of our episodes... A groundbreaking season. <laughs> okay yeah no like a lot of our episodes would be like oh this is our longest one and then like next week i'd be like no just kidding this is our longest one like that <laughs> happened like almost every week um so yeah anyway so before we get into like our little season roundup and refocusing and that kind of thing we're going to talk about what we watched this week so we both went to movie theaters yeah but i don't want to talk i know we can just talk about going oh to movie okay fine okay i well, which, did you go to an AMC or a Regal or like what? AMC. Okay, so then we did have different experiences. Okay, so I went to go see a movie and it was like um, not a very popular movie. So like we weren't afraid that like... No, those are movies that are out right now are very popular. I'm like. just scared when, for when Black Widow comes out. I feel like that's the first big... Ooh, I mean, I mean Fast I don't and think, Furious maybe? I don't, know. I don't think I would go see like a blockbuster movie in the theater. Well, actually, no. I totally would. You know, finish your thought. Because I have thoughts well, about like, like I, we got all my family fully vaccinated and like we wear your mask, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, they're like, you can take it off to eat. Cause like, yeah. they, I mean, they have to like make money from the food, but I'm like, well, people are taking off their masks. Well, at the, it, I don't know. Are the theater that you're at, do, the, do they not put like two spaces between you guys? Oh, okay. So uh, at the one I went to, basically, when you reserve the seats, it blocks off two seats next to you mm-hmm. and the three seats in front of you. Or two, I guess, well, because it was two people, but so, like, they're in front of you. But, like, it blocks oh. off the space around you on the on the website. I don't think the one I went to did in front because there's, like, a wall that's, like, you can't see the people beneath you. Oh. Uh, well, no, it does, but like, in at front the, at the theater you were talking about, yeah, you can see the people Wait, in front what, of you. what wall? At Plaza, there's, like, there was a wall. I don't know how to explain it. There was like a just a, No, it was, like, a, it's always been there, I guess. Oh. Because it's stadium seating, and the wall is oh, just higher up. Oh, 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 oh interesting yeah so i took my mask off to eat well i i didn't eat well i also wasn't hungry but like so basically they tell you like you can take off your mask to eat but you have to leave your mask on if you're like not eating mm-hmm. which is like fair um i always feel like movie theaters are just not safe places <laughs> like they never i'm always on edge yeah they've never like since and they, i worked at a movie theater so yeah. you know the scary things oh my god when i worked at the movie theater and the people at door didn't check bags let me tell you. Did they have to? Was it a requirement? We're supposed to, but they don't. Oh, that's so scary. Which, like, I get it. Like, you want to sneak in food, but, like, I but, feel like okay. you would just ignore it. No, I, every time I worked door, I would uh, always check bags. Well, not, I'm sure there's times that I didn't. Yeah. But I would look in the bag and see if there's food, and I'd be like, because that's not what we're looking for. Yeah. And if you, it is. Just make sure you don't have a gun. Yeah. Exactly. We don't want to die here, guys. Exactly. Like, eat your hot Cheetos in the theater. And I always try to pick a seat that's like escaped. kind of like farther away from like the Me door. Too. And I the seat that I picked in the the movie I went to by myself, um, it was like 
right because you know how it's like a tunnel yeah and then comes out i'm i was like right there okay and it's i was like so scary oh. that we have to plan our movie theater sitting seating for a quick escape in case we get shot that is insane. Yeah, it's insane. But also, like, I understand, like, they, they don't want people looking in bags, but then put a metal detector there. Yeah. Put a fucking metal detector there. And I Since know, people I'm, can't, like, touch bags and stuff. <sighs> because, nah, a second of talking about security in a movie theater. But it's important because, it you know, it's so like, it's, it's sad that we have to feel scared to go to a movie. And I thought it was the only one, but then I saw this TikTok and it was, like, me, like, my eyes shifting, <laughs> making sure that the school shooter isn't coming, and that the shooter isn't coming in um, during the middle of the previews or something. And I was like, I literally do. Every time one of the, you know how, like, I can them, never fully relax. No, the, every time the employees, like, are checking, you know how they, they check? I'm like, uh-huh. oh, my God, this is it. Like, I, I don't, it always goes through my head. It's so we sad. We always had to do theater checks, and I always felt so bad, especially because we're carrying the light, yeah. usually. Oh, my gosh. Working at a movie theater is so fun, but also so scary. You know what I was telling my friend? Because also, I'm thinking about applying to a movie theater. I'm just working there during the weekend, like, nighttime, because I'm, like, I need to save money, like, quick, Same, yeah. you know? Um, and I I was close to my manager, so, like, I... She was and, on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. And... um. Also, I was good at concessions, and the reason why I like concessions so much is because if somebody came in, I could go to the back really easily, or like I could like escape through the front really see- easily. Because in my theater, the doors was like right there, and also like usually to do it like inside, like uh-huh. a, it's so messed up it's, that I think okay. like that. No, but it's, it's but it's valid. It's fair because at my work, I don't think I've said where I work. Maybe I have. I don't know. But at, um, a job that I used to have, there was a time where we literally got attacked. And like there was like no escape. Okay, I got attacked at concessions also. Like what? Like a like. Some there was a drunk guy, and he literally, you know, like, oh the video. Oh yeah. yeah, he threw. Okay, so I was working concessions, and like concessions and box office at the theater I worked at were connected, and this guy he was like drunk because we sold alcohol. Also, selling alcohol in a theater is so. Uh, some people just abuse that. Also, yeah. why would you want to? Behind there. Yeah, no, I love the little like themed drinks. Yes. But like I never got annoyed. Getting drunk at the movie theater. I don't I don't understand. That's such a weird place to get. The amount of people that were drunk in the theater, especially like Fifty Shades of Grey time. They Uh, had wine bottles. It was insane. Anyways, I mean there's some movies I wish I was drunk for, but Yeah. But I'm not belligerent when I'm drunk, you know what I mean? But they're like full on plastered. Like it's okay to get a little like hee hee, like haha. But maybe like save that for like the night out. Yeah, Not exactly. For AMC but I think this guy like had because there was a bar across the street. Anyways, he like came in super drunk and he was he literally wasn't making any sense. And I guess his girlfriend left Were you him. Alone? No, I was with my coworker, but he literally left me. He, what do you like? Hold what? on, hold on, I'm getting there. So I've um, heard the story before, but like I, it's okay. Go. Oh my god, because I got refreshed too because yeah. I just saw my coworkers because. It's so funny because we all worked at Regal, but we went to go see a movie at AMC. Like, we rented a theater at AMC, but it's because Regal isn't open yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's not important. Um, so, the uh, the guy, he his girlfriend left him because he, he literally, like, jumped over a wall and, like, ran away from her. And then, obviously, she left because she's like, I'm Wait, not in the theater this happened? No, this is outside. But I could oh, see everything because it was all glass. This is the backstory you were yes, watching. Yes, yeah. Okay. There was, it was, like, the glass windows. So, like, I could see everything going on. And then he comes back, sees that she's not there. He, like, tries to pick up a trash can outside, but it's, like, bolted into the ground. So, That's he only so got the top, you know? And I literally was like, what is going on? And then he started walking in. And I was like, 
I was like, um, and then he, uh, because we were on the other side of the box, we we're on the box office side and he came on the far concession side, but I saw him walk in and he just grabbed a stanchion and like whipped it and like it hit the TV and like broke it. And my coworker literally left me. Where did you go? Well, because I was like, what do we do? I was like, what? It's so I was scary. Sc- I was you don't scared. know what to do and in that was, situation. Yeah, I was super scared. And I was like, what? And then I just see, I just hear the door open. And he didn't even hold it open for me or be like, come. He was. He just left. And I was like, how fucking weird. And then we were like pounding on the manager's door and they were not opening. And I was like. Were they not there? No, they were there. <laughs> they were just fucking watching videos or something. And. <laughs> They told me. They were like, I think we were just like watching videos or something. We didn't were you like screaming? Yes, because they didn't open it fast enough. And I was like, please open the jar. And then I was like, and then I was like traumatized for like. Did you, what time is it? Was it near closing? It was, it was late. It was late. So did you close like right after? Or no, you saw the movies? Well, my, my theater, the concessions got to leave like as soon as like the first movie started like 15 minutes after mm. the first movie started Wait, because so that's when he closed the, the doors guy. he literally bolted and he got arrested later he had, oh. they found him because i mean you could see his face super clear on the uh-huh. tape and it's so funny like i have a video of me reacting to what was going on <laughs> and it's literally it's still on my finsta i have to find it and like post it or something but it's literally like the funniest i wish thing. i had footage of when i got attacked because like so what the little backstory was like basically this uh, th- we were warned that like there's this couple going around and like committing fraud at, cer- at other versions of- it was the same store but in different chain locations mm-hmm. and so they were they were doing the same strategy and it was like working and so one of the the last person that they did called like the uh, district manager and was like warn all the other ones so they sent out an email with the description of the couple and everything and so my manager was like read over this really quickly just in case they come in so i was about to read it and then i got distracted because like there was a lot of customers so then i just kept working and whatever and so we we're like when i was checking someone out i was doing register and then my manager like is like trying to tell me something but if you i think you've noticed through this podcast i'm the most oblivious person to exist on this planet i I'm literally nodding, by the way. I, I couldn't like i didn't know she was trying to tell me something and so she was like tapping my shoulder and i was like oh yeah i'm with the like i was like oh hold on let me finish this like transaction and she was like they're right there and i had no idea what that meant i was like what is she talking about whatever and so i finished up the transaction and then um the guy and they were like next in line the couple and so they come up to me and so i was like oh blah blah like and then my manager's like standing right next to me and i was like oh and then i like clicked what was happening uh-huh. and so they start giving me a bunch of stuff like a lot and then the the scam or whatever that they were doing was like with this credit card that was owned by the store it was like a brand like a branded credit card or whatever and so like i was like i had it and then i was like i don't know what to do and so she was she i don't know we weren't trained for a situation like this. Yeah, you're they don't not, tell us what are. to do. So she literally just goes, um, well, to be honest, I already know what you guys are trying to do. And like, no, I know. She was so bold. She was so bold. She said, I already know what you guys are trying to do. Like, um, I already, I guess someone had called security. I don't remember when this happened, but someone had called security. And she was like, like, I already know what you guys are trying to do. Like, we're not going to do this. Like, we can help, like, no, bye. And she started taking the stuff away. And then they get like the guy, the girlfriend had already started leaving, but the guy was still here and he was like yelling at us, blah, blah. And then he left. 
And so we were like, oh my God, that was so scary, blah, blah, blah. And there was another employee in the front of the store and another one in the back that had just called, um, I almost said 911, that had to call the security. And so we were just like talking about it, whatever. There was still people in the store, right? Uh And other people were like, the customers were also like, oh, that was so weird. Like like, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh yeah, we saw, we knew that this was going to happen, like whatever. (laughs) The guy comes back in and he like running and like very aggressively and starts grabbing things and then flinging it at us. Like, but not just like, he like, there was like plushies, but there was also like metal, like heavy things. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and so, He's so mad he and got so, caught. And I was like trapped behind the register. So I was like, oh my God. And yeah, it's like, like a small register. Yeah. Too. And there was like a little, like a girl and her mom right here. So I was like, oh my God. So I, my manager like grabbed me and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I went around and I was like, hey. And then the guy starts <laughs> running. But then my other, the employee that was in the front, like tries to stop him. And like this employee, God bless her, but she was very tiny. <laughs> Like maybe five something, and this man was over six feet. And so he <laughs> shoves her in, like he pushes her so hard, and her the back of her head. No, okay, wait, let's let the laugh come out because this part isn't funny. <laughs> just like envisioning him ahead. No, it literally like David and Goliath moment, but it's not that same kind of ending. <laughs> but like the guy pushes her really, really hard into this. Like we have um. There were, everything in the store is like metal basically and so it pushes her into the back of the corner of this metal thing oh, and no. she's on the ground knocked out and oh, i was my like god i literally was like this could not be happening and so i like, I don't think you've ever told me this story i don't think i've gone into detail about it because i still work there and so i was like i don't know if i can say this but i don't care anymore and so um i was like oh my god the customers were like screaming and so i was like what's going on <laughs> No, yeah, it was so chaotic. And then I was like, I'm going to lock the doors. I don't know if this is allowed, but I'm going to lock the doors. Yeah. So I like pulled the door shut and locked I think them. that's what I would do. Yeah, because I was already in the front. And then yeah. I was like, oh my God, hello, ma'am. Are you okay? The girly that was on the ground. And so I locked the doors. And then I was, my manager was like, call 911. And I was like, okay. So I called 911. And first of all, kind of a little bit of attitude. But like, I get it. Like, they're like saving lives, whatever. But like, a little bit of attitude. And I was just like, they were like, where are you? And I told them the mall. And they're like, they're like what store? I was like, do you like, I don't know how to describe the layout of this mall to you. And so I just gave the phone to my manager because I didn't know what was going on. And so we were like checking on this girl. And I was like, everyone like go to the back because we didn't know if the guy was going to like try breaking the glass or something. So we we're like, everyone just go to the back of the store. And I was like, they're probably stealing, but whatever. And then, so we called 911. 911's like, okay, we're sending the cops over. This, we're making sure that our other coworkers, okay, she's like, like awake now. And then the mall security shows up. Keep in mind, we called them before the couple had even come mall up to my Mall security register. is so useless. They were walking so slow. They were like knocked on the glass. I was like, are you serious? We were already attacked. And yeah. so whatever, we let them in. Um, cops are on their way. And then this, I'm like, this guy comes well, up to me. What the cops are going to do too? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. They did nothing. No, they didn't do anything. In my situation They were literally too. laughing at me. The cop, like actual cops. Yeah, so, okay, whatever. The cops showed up. Also, side note, some guy had been in the back this whole time and had headphones in, so didn't hear anything. So he comes up to the register and, like, sees all this chaos. He's like, can I pay for this? And I was like, did you miss what just happened? And so, like, I wrapped up with whatever with whatever just happened. And so I'm like, and then my manager's like, I think you all have to stay here because the cops are probably going to want to take a statement or something. So everyone was like, okay, fine, we'll stay here. And so the way the cops at my situation, I forgot the cops came because they did nothing. How long? Like quickly or? No, no. They came like an hour later. I mean, they they didn't even ask me for a statement. They asked my manager and I'm like, my manager didn't see anything. That's so, I don't understand. Okay. So basically when the cops showed up, 
Um, it was like two or three, and then we, we let them in, and uh, they like took down everyone's names, and then like asked them what they saw, whatever, what happened, if we had the names, whatever. My manager showed them the email, and then I like I I messed up saying something because I was in shock. Like I, I don't remember. I think I said the wrong phone number. Like I said, my home phone number, because I had like repressed, like, I don't know what was going on with my brain, but they were like asking for my phone number and I said my home phone number. And then when I was getting to the last numbers, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. That's like my house number. And it's like not even working anymore. And then they were like laughing at me. And I was like, sir, I'm shaking. My hands are shaking and you're like laughing at me. Whatever, I give them my real number. And then they just didn't do anything. And then the worst part of it all was that we called our like main manager and we're like, we're, we're not like not okay right now. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, you have to open again. So we had to work another hour. I can't. I was like, this is the worst place ever. That's what I'm like. Corporations are literally like, they don't care. Yeah. They really don't. They were like, they're like, you have to stay open. And I'm like, do you understand that I don't even think I can say things? Like, I don't think my brain is, like, processing right now. Yeah, I was, like, I was crying after it oh, happened really? to me. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm an emotional person. Oh. But also, like, it was, like, just, like, a weird situation. It's, just, it's still scary when you're not expecting it. Well, yeah. I mean, you're never going to be able to expect it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think about it like that. Anyway, so that's what we watched. <laughs> oh, wait, did you say what you watched? No. No. Go ahead. I watched, oh, I watched Promising Young Woman. For the first time? Yeah. What would you think? I thought it was, like, really a beautiful-looking film, and I liked generally the plot, but I didn't, like, I I feel so conflicted about it because I really liked it overall, but then I couldn't stop thinking about, like, actual rape survivors and, like, thinking about, like, what they would think about this. And I haven't had the time to like. I went on. I went on Letterboxd and I was reading reviews like of people who are actually sexually assaulted, and it's Mm -hmm. very split. Some people that were sexually assaulted was like, "Yes, I love this." Some people hated it. Um, I think my main problem was like with the ending. I. I was the ending. I literally was like, "Is this really how it's?" I literally my 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 mouth was like this. Oh wait, you guys can't see it's a podcast, but. (laughs) But like a it was a jar. yeah, I was just like, this is not real. But it was really pretty. Like I really like oh, the aesthetic yeah. of the the film. That was really good. And also like a court, they did such a good job casting Bo Burnham. Well, the thing was like she casted all the all the like men and mm-hmm. our comedic actors, like yeah. male comedians. So they're like likable. Yeah. Yeah. And but I mean, so it's scary. it's true. That's yeah. so true. I mean, if you don't know what the movie is about, like it it's. I don't even know how to it's do a it. sort it's like a twist on the rape revenge um mm-hmm. kind of movie where this I almost said this girly this woman um her was this is the friend, friend revealed at the beginning or no that's like as you go on it's like you figure it out as you go on yeah but basically something happened with her friend and she's trying to get revenge for what happened and it's like she goes from person to person that were involved in what happened with um, well some of the guys were random like some of she would just like overall would like be like nice guys aren't actually nice guys Oh, she would also like hunt for like predatory men. Yeah, yeah. That was also a thing. Yeah, and the whole, I feel like the the beginning was just kind of like, see, even nice guys aren't actually nice guys, and I, I mean it's true. It's so true. Like there are guys, and I think it opened good conversation about what sexual assault kind of looks like and creepy behavior that leads to sexual assault looks like because some of these guys, especially, they don't quote unquote know that they assaulted somebody or were making people uncomfortable when they were just blatantly 
ignoring the signs. Mm. So I think that was like a good way to like teach people who are watching what that looks like and that it is wrong. So I think it did a good job in that. But yeah, I would say like, but all my friends loved it and I was still processing. I I do still love it. Yeah. I think I still like, I would still recommend people to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say watch it, but no, it's kind of like heavy at times. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Skip for like two or three minutes because we're about to spoil because I want to discuss okay. the ending. Plus, it's been out for a while, so like, yeah, it's not that bad. But like, skip ahead because we're gonna spoil the end of the movie. They finally get to. She finally gets to confront them. Like, she's always knew known who it was. Yeah. But she like hatches this plan, and you're like, yeah. oh, the big plan is coming. Like, yeah, it's the people who like essayed her friend, and so. Mm-hmm. It's, like, building to this big moment. And then she's, like, about to, like, do... I don't know. She was trying to brand him, right? It seemed like... I don't know. We didn't even Yeah, I think so. Because then he, like, he gets loose of the little handcuff and he, like, kills her. But not yeah. only does he kill but her... But it was, like, brutal. It was, like... Like, it was long. It was, it, it was like, a one-shot, like, like, he's suffocating her. And I was, like... Yeah. My mouth was literally fully like, and there's no, there's no music. It's literally you're just sitting there watching it, and I was like, this. Is I intense. think that's the point. Like, it's like it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. It is the point, but like it was a, a yeah, bit much. it was a lot. Uh, especially because you're like sort of rooting for. I mean, you are rooting. Like, yes, she is hurting people, but like you're rooting for her throughout the movie. Like, she yeah. is the hero of the story, and then like it just like I was like, this is unsatisfying, and this better not be how it ends. And I was like, maybe it's like fake. She's going to, like, survive. Yeah, I thought she was, like, pretend. I don't know why she was flailing so much. She could have... This is what I always say in movies. Like, why do you just pretend you're dead and they'll, like, let loose and then that's your chance? Yeah, because she doesn't have any restraints on her. Mm. So, yeah. That was, like, my only quip with it at that point. Especially because she was smart the entire movie. Yeah. So... I don't think this one thing would have thrown her off but that then, much. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, this is already... And allegedly, it was supposed to end like that. That's what the um, oh. the the writer and director... Emer- What's her name? Emerald Fennel. Fennel. She was like, it was going to end like that, but people were like, no, ma'am. That was unsatisfying. And like, we I mean, go... It's still unsatisfying, it, I think. It is still unsatisfying, but I think it did... A, it, like, I was like, okay, fine. Like, I'll take it. But basically, it, like, at the wedding of the guy... So, like, they cover up her murder... Um, and you think, oh, they, like, quote-unquote, she lost or whatever. And then at the wedding of the guy, she, like, has this little Pretty Little Liars moment where she, like... Yeah, I was like, she was, she was smart enough to, like, no, think she about was gonna if die. she... Yeah. But how did she know she was gonna... Oh, my God. I, think I was, didn't even think about it. Like, no, no, no. That. It, was, it was, like, a... It was, like, she said it as, like, uh, in case she doesn't make it. Because, uh... like something was like scheduled to release in case she died uh-huh. and so she did die so it released oh because she could have stopped it if she wasn't yeah okay okay um, God, i was about to spiral no no no. yeah I, I i thought about it and i was like yes i guess it makes sense <laughs> i guess and so whatever she the guy the cops are showing up and then it ends with a little pretty little eyes moment but i think what my like issue with it and everyone else's issue with it we, we was like she's leaving it to the cops and like <sighs> The whole point of the movie is that the cops didn't do anything. Yeah. So she's just going to, I guess it's like her last resort. Yeah. But again, it's a movie and the writer could have changed it a little bit. And I was just like, and people were like, cops are like, I mean, the like justice system is like notorious for not doing anything about exactly sexual assaults. And she so, could have made it public. She, she could have like. Even more some, of a pretty yeah, like, just stick with that. Gone to like a journalist and mm. came to her about the whole story because. I feel like journalists 
not love to expose, but their their whole purpose is to like expose the truth. Yeah. And especially with it being like a doctorate program and it tech, like, I think she alluded that other people it had happened to. So I'm sure a journalist would have loved yeah. to, and I feel like that would have been a more satisfying. It would have been really cool. It, and encourage cool. people to go, especially to when the media instead. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, especially when you're a person in power, even if it's like a doctor, any sort of person in a power dynamic that they're more powerful than you i feel like the best way to go is through the media because the media goes to the public and the public are able to make a judgment call about it rather than the cops yeah. that will just sweep it under the rug yeah so the way it's revealed in the movie like you start to hear the sirens but it would have been interesting if like the news van pulled up and then more news vans yeah. pulled up and like a lot and then like the little cops in the corner but like yeah. it would have been i think it would have been more yeah that's a good point well, we just saved the ending. Emerald hit us up. No, I'm kidding. Like, I think... She, I think it was still good. It's her vision, and, like, yeah. that's... She... I do think her message came across. Yeah, it's that, still a like, good movie. She killed it in the directing. She did. That's, like, her first big film, no? Yeah. She did fantastic. Yeah. Also, I found out she's a Libra, so... Oh, God. But I also think it still makes sense for her message of, like, this is how far she had to go to get justice. Yeah. Like, she literally had to die to get justice for her friend. Yeah. So, like, that I was, get it. That was good. But it's still, I was like, damn. Yeah. Bill Shank, I get it, but like, whatever. Huh. Was that the movie you watched or did you watch it? I watched Scott Pilgrim the oh. second time. Um, I don't know if I can engage in discussion. I mean, like, I understand how, like, it is problematic, but also, like, I was, like, I was thinking about, because that was the first time I watched it since, did like. Did you watch the IMAX one? It wasn't IMAX. Oh. It was just, like, the sound was, like, it was, like intense sound that's or like, something that's IMAX. no it's not imax is like big screen and big sound <laughs> it was just like regular sound regular, regular screen, screen big, big sound, sound. Oh. yeah yeah i did not like the beginning of Why? like not the movie oh. i mean the experience because it was like oh dolby digital sound and it would like it, it, it made like this switches? it made this noise that like shook the seats and i was like i don't like that i don't like I that at all IMAX no i saw it was like a big i I don't remember. What, it might have been Alice in Wonderland, the second one in like 3D IMAX. Oh no! It was the uh, right, the Force Awakens. It was uh, we saw an IMAX like with 3D. It's so loud. Yeah, I don't it's like so I don't loud. like loud movies like very much. Oh, your poor little ears. Yeah, my sweet little ears. <laughs> but I literally am. I I remember when I saw Promising Young Woman with my friends. I told them to turn it down because it was too loud. You, you told the theater to turn that movie. Yeah. I've had people tell me that, but I'm nice about it. I'm not like, it's so fucking loud. I'm like, could you please turn down this I don't think sound? I've ever been, well, to be honest, my hearing is a mess. Well, I think it's because I know that they can do oh. it because I worked at it. Yeah, I didn't theater, even know that was an option. And I know it's not like a big deal. So I think that's why I was like, okay with asking. And was anyone else there? Yeah, it was all of my Oh, but you rented friends. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so never mind. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I thought it was like, like the way i was even though i know that's not what happened but it was like there was a big theater and you were like can you turn it down that's oh no no, no. Then, no it's not and all my friends thought it was love too yeah. so anyways but yeah the, the soundtrack's second, really good for oh. promising a woman yeah yeah and scott program versus the world oh yeah oh yeah oh um, yeah okay but i guess i didn't like this is the first time i've watched it with the new not new information but like new perspective uh, of like scott dating because i just never registered in my head for some reason that scott was dating knives like and she was underage and he was like 20 she was 17 and he was 22 but also like everybody in the movie is like being like you're dating an underage yeah girl. like and 
I was like, oh, okay, at least they have that. Because I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it made me feel a lot better. And also, like, everyone's making fun of Scott the entire time. Yeah, okay, because I thought, I didn't know anything about the movie when I first watched it. And I watched it very late because I just refused. And I was like, okay, let's see what the hype it's is about. It's such a comfort movie for me. I, I get it. I have comfort movies that people hate. Yeah. But, like, um, I started watching it and I was just like, I love Edgar Wright, first of all. Let's just start with that. Edgar Wright, please stop listening. I beg of you. Please stop listening. You're one of my favorite directors, Yes. Sir. So that being said, stop listening right now, please. Um, but Scott is just so unlikable. Well, I, I mean, it's not Edgar. It, it's from a graphic novel. Did he not write it? I don't think so. Oh, I thought he but it, it. But the energy of Scott is, like, very similar <laughs> to the graphic novel. Because I was, like, a fan. Like, I read every single graphic novel. I saw the shit in the theater. So he, like, sucks in the... Then maybe I just don't like the story. I just don't like this character. I don't care. About the character? I, care I don't care about the situation. Like, he, like, wants this girl. And she's like, you need to find my exes. I'm like... Yeah, I get it. Like, I love seeing the cast in these costumes. Yeah. Love that. Stay for Chris Evans and Brie Larson. That's about it. That was the only redeeming really? quality for me. Yeah. It is a very polarizing movie. But I think... I, yeah, I just have too much emotional connection Oh, yeah, he didn't it. write it. Yeah. Oh, wait, he did. Well, he wrote it with Michael Bacall. Who is Michael Bacall? The- no, Brian O'Malley oh. is the... So Michael Bacall and Edgar Wright wrote it. Interesting. Yeah. I love a, a little co-writing. The cast is great. Aubrey Plaza. And I think it's a very... I just... I think it's, it's fun. because Okay, because I read the graphic novels. Oh. So I think that's why I, like, very much enjoyed... And also, like, I was like, kind of like an emo scene kid. Mm-hmm. So it was just my fucking shit. You, when you had the little bang? Yeah, the side, the side bang. bang. I wore, like, the panda hat. I was, like, full emo kid. Like I just have flashbacks. Yeah. So I think that's why I like it so much. So, like, it's really confusing to me when people don't like it. But, like, I get it now. <laughs> I get it because I've seen, like, the videos about people critiquing it. And, like, it's totally valid, the critiques of it. But, like, yeah. I'm never going to stop. Like, no, it, no matter fine. how hard I try. Because you can't, like, undo the memory. You can't, you, you can't undo the emotional attachment. Like, I fucking live... I love that movie so much. Like, I can't express to you how much I love that movie. Yeah. It's just such a... It's fine. Like, I it's don't just think, a fun movie, I think. I Yeah, I won't deny that it's a fun movie. Yeah. If the editing is fun, the stylized Yeah, because it, I think, especially because I think it was really different from the movies that... When it first got released, because oh, yeah. it was... It very much honed in on the graphic novel aspect of it. Oh yeah, like now, okay. Now there's a lot. If that was the first one you ever saw, I'm sure you would like. Yeah, probably. Be like, whoa. My world would have been shaken, but it's not, and so that's why I was like. Mm -hmm. So I had to remind myself that people didn't have that same experience, and I think that's another thing, which also leads into our topic today. Like, Mm. people are gonna have like different perspectives of like things that you love, somebody might not love it because they didn't, they weren't in that time period and they didn't have like the life experience that you had. That's so interesting. Going into it. Like, I think about that all the time. It's also interesting how like- Every time you say you hate a movie that I love, I'm like- Every time? I feel like there's a lot of movies that I like that you okay, don't like. Okay, name another one. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Have I said it on this podcast? Probably. Name your favorite movies. What's your four on Letterbox? What's your four? Oh, her- Okay. Line, Confessions of a Teenage Drum Queen. Oh, oh all that of, one. Yes. All um, of those. I didn't hate it, though. I know, but you don't, like, you're not obsessed with it. Like, no. I, but also, it goes the same way. Like, you love it's, sci-fi and, like, fantasy and yeah. stuff, and I don't love that. You just cannot. Like, I get it. 
I can see where you guys are coming from. Yeah, I don't I don't hate Confessions <laughs> of a Teenage Drama Queen. Like, it was fun, like, mm-hmm. seeing Megan Fox and Lindsay Lohan. I don't love Harry Potter, but I get it. Yeah. So, like, so same cares? thing. And I, I, like, looking back, I'm like, well, I think I, because I'm a Libra, again, uh, and I get really personally offended whenever somebody doesn't, like, like, agree with me or something. I used to be like that, but now I'm just like, I don't care. I'm better <laughs> about it now, but I think the only time it hurts my feelings now is if it's my friends. If it's like random people, I'm like, oh, okay, go off. But like, I, it's not like we're being like, you're weird. Ooh, I know. Me. Like, well, it's like another form of like anxiety of oh. like my friends. It's going to spiral into like my friends hating me. Like it's a bigger issue oh. that like I have dealt with through therapy and I'm still continuously working on Also, oh, wait, never mind. I think I already said that. That like when we say I feel like, I'm like, well, that's a really good strategy for therapy. So yeah. it's fine that we should talk like that. You'll I think see that's where I learned happen. it from to talk like that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And using uh, when you're in arguments, people, you're supposed to use I, I statements. Yes, because it's because that makes it sound like you're not attacking them. I think that's why. I think that's why we talk like that. that. I think I'm annoyed with more of I think. I, I, the word think annoys me. The thing is that we are annoyed by it when we're listening back to it because we're the ones speaking but i'm sure no. majority of people that are listening to it don't they care. don't they don't focus on that hmm. podcasts are so doing anything on the internet is so fucking weird because you perceive it way different because i think i'm so annoying in my tiktoks but i guess people <laughs> like it not really i think you like because i always think i'm super cringy and my friends are like you look cute like shut up cringy cringy because i think like it, in what i don't know just no, but that's what TikTok TikTok is like the little transitions and the little yeah. like action. Like, that's what TikTok is. Yeah, I know. I just am very hard on myself, and we talk about that later in this Period. podcast. So, so that was yeah. such a long pre-show. Not really. The whole episode's only less than an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Anyways, I hope that was interesting to hear about like our stories and stuff, and I'm interested to see you guys here. Like, oh God. I literally had a brain fart because I was thinking about what I'm doing after this podcast oh. and like my two thoughts like jumbled. Oh in my, my god, head. I have to go do things right now. Anyway, out of break. This week's episode, we don't have a guest. Um, and what happened? Okay, so this is like why it's important to critique film, TV, and media. And what started this conversation? Oh, Daniel like oh. frantically sent me like a screenshot of like a <laughs> random, not random, this screen, he is random. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like a. Where did you even get that from? I honestly don't know what you're talking about. The screenshot of the screenwriter talking about here. I'll oh, that it. was um, was it James Gunn? I think no, it, was it wasn't James Gunn. James Gunn was quoted at the end of it, but oh, I found it because James Gunn quoted. I followed James Gunn on Twitter, mm. and so that's how that other one popped up for I me. Find it. But basically, the the screenwriter was like. Um, he said, yeah. as a general rule, I won't publicly talk about movies I don't like. I know the struggle to get made and respect the filmmaking process way too much to shit on anyone's work. I find it easier to talk about films that are exciting and fun rather than dunking on those that fell flat. Gun, so James Gunn, I guess, uh-huh. um, because there's multiple of them. I saw the tweet and replied, same, movies are too hard to, are hard to make and too many people put every ounce of themselves into films that still don't turn out well for me to publicly denigrate? Denigrate? I've never heard that word. Okay, smart person word. Yeah, no. Um, Them at dinner parties and the work of dead filmmakers are a different story for me. 
by the way, this is my role as film as a filmmaking professional. That doesn't mean I think all of you shouldn't and or can't talk about the movies you like. So Daniel sent me a screenshot of that, and then <laughs> what was time like, was it? By the way, can you? Oh, it no, was yeah. like the. It was not that late. Oh really? No, it was not that it was late. Probably like a Wednesday too. Yeah, it was like a. It was like out of the blue, like and he sent me that, and he was like, he just sent that to me, and I was like, Wait, okay, I didn't, I didn't. you didn't say anything. You just sent that. Hmm. Or you were like, I'm panicked or something like that. I probably, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, fair, fair. Because I've, I've had that thought too um, about like this podcast and like what, worrying like who is going to listen to it yeah. and if it would offend somebody, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like a valid fear, I feel like. Um, but it, I think it's also stupid that that's a fear. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's like I think... Like, okay. we should be allowed to critique things. So that's why we decided oh, to make okay, this yeah. about <laughs> yeah. it. Exactly. So, yeah, you sent me that, and we, like, exchanged, like, voice memos, and I was just, like, talking you, th- talking you through, like, a, like, your panic, and you're like, yeah. okay, fair. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, okay, we need to stop. And, like, I'm yeah. never going to talk about any movie ever again. And then came explaining, I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. But anyway, that's what we're talking about today. It's also the season finale. Yeah. But I thought this was, like, a good season finale because it's, like, why would we even want to start this podcast in the first place? And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we talked about it in the first episode, like, ever. But I think it's also – I don't think we really talked about why it's important to critique things, you know? Yeah, I also – I think when we first started the – like, when we did the first episode, we didn't know what how it was going to, like, play out. Yeah, like, we didn't I, know, I don't, we didn't know it was going to be, like, this – long of an endeavor oh, like no. we were in it like we didn't really anticipate it to be i also like, didn't expect a lot of some episodes are like really aggressive i'm listening back and i'm like oh my god we really? need to stop drinking coffee during the episodes and there was one okay, I'm sorry. There, there was one oh my god i don't even remember which one it is and i got really upset about something and i was like daniel please relax i don't know i was just like this is too much for me yeah i guess but I mean that it's super fair and like some things can take be taken out of context mm-hmm. and stuff, but like I but, oh sorry go ahead no no because what also what also st- started the spiral was because another thing that like and I know we're not YouTubers but like so what brings down a lot of these YouTubers is their podcast yeah Shane Dawson podcast David Obrick podcast but listen to the things that yeah I know we're about. not saying anything like that but I'm yeah, still like not... the podcast or the downfall yeah. I guess, but I don't think we're saying anything. And, like, I totally respect the filmmaking process. And, I mean, like, we, it is super hard to get things done. But that doesn't mean that it's not up for critique. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, like, I think also something I noticed that I pointed out to Daniel um, was that both of the guys that commented on this were white men, cis white men, who are dominant in the film industry at this moment in time. And honestly have it a lot easier than a lot of people that want to go into film industry so they are able to not talk about these things right because at the end of the day they're going to be fine yeah which is just a reality and you know it's it's not like a dig or anything and i think that's what these people try to make it feel like and try to you know, put fear into people like us who mm. are not even in the industry. We just want to get into it. Yeah. Um, and trying to fear us into like not speaking out. And I think it like, it's kind of like a waterfall of things. Like if we can't talk about it on the podcast and then we get a job and you're not able to speak it, speak your mind there or if a place won't hire you because 
you talk about your opinions, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like that is just a slippery slope into not like just conforming. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I feel like that's so hard. No, but it's true though. I mean, it happened. I mean, 1984 is true to a certain degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knew he was there. But also I think it's interesting that James Gunn, like he's saying all this, but like he also got fired (laughs) from Disney from his tweets. Because I don't remember what the tweets were. He got fired because of his tweets. Oh, yeah. And then they, like, re- and then they hired him. him. I don't know. That was a whole situation. But that was, like, about children. Oh, was it really? I never saw Yeah, tweets. that was something weird about children, I think. Mean? I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was it was weird what he said. Twitter? and Because he's a comedy guy, right? My God, comedians and, are so scary. And that's what I'm th- saying. Like, how... That's weird that he said that, and he's literally... That's his job, uh-huh. is to make commentary on things. That's true. And I don't think what we do is critiquing the filmmaking process. Okay. I think it's like the I think what we focus on majority of the time. I'm not saying like we've never talked shit about a shot or whatever the <laughs> fuck, but I think overall, like it's we're talking about the societal impact that it has, like the film usually. I yeah, that's a good point. Okay, yeah, because at first I was just like, this is. Because I was, like, only focusing on, I was like, oh, my God, look at what I'm listening. And I'm all I hear is me talking bad about this or talking bad about that. And we're like, oh, we hate men or something like that. And I'm just like, is that really what we want to be putting out? But then when you, well, I, like, skip over all the parts where we're, like, saying smart things. Like, I just, like, oh, don't focus, focus on, on that. Oh. I'm focusing on the parts that See, I'm like, I do the someone opposite. took this clip. Because, if it, okay, so if someone took that clip out of context of, like, a certain thing we said it would look bad, but you're not, but you, have you to can look add the, whole the con- thing. exactly, but you yeah. can add the context. And like, like if there. it, if it came up, not saying like we're important enough no one cares. for this yeah, to happen, no one cares. but like, I mean, it is a, it is a fear like for later down the line, you mm-hmm. know, but I think it's easily combated with the context of what we're talking about, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think some things I wrote down cause I was just like, this is a lot. because i was i don't know i just have a lot of feelings about this because i mean i don't know like it i it it definitely is like a fear that's in my head all the time Mm -hmm. but i also think about that with anything i post on social media like my tiktoks whatever like you never know how someone's going to perceive you or perceive what you're saying but that doesn't mean that your opinion isn't important and shouldn't be shared but I think, like, in general, if something makes you feel, something makes you feel like that's wrong, or if it's off, or it makes you uncomfortable, you should be able, you should speak on it. Because I feel like if when we don't speak on it, then it kind of just internalizes in us and festers within us. And all of a sudden, everybody else is thinking the same thing. Yeah. And then, but no one is saying it. Yeah. Oh, I I, I remember the exact example that brought this up. Okay. So when we did our female horror episode, we we talked about both versions of Carrie. And so we talked about the original um, Brian De Palma version of Carrie and how, you know, we had issues with it because it's Carrie from the male gaze and like it it sexualized a lot of teen girls and like underage girls. And it's like, gross. It's gross. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And then like, after no, we recorded sorry. that, not sorry. No, no, no. Did I say sorry? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, not that. But after after we recorded that, I would see on Twitter like people were like, "Oh, Brian De Palma's like genius filmmaking," and I was like, "I never." First of all, did not know anything about this. Sorry to my filmmaking degree, but I didn't know anything about Brian De Palma. And so then I, I like I look, I listened back to our thing, and because I was like, "Uh oh, we like 
completely trashed Brian De Palma. We literally said, like, we don't like Brian De Palma. And then I listened back and I was like, actually, no, we didn't. Because what we said was like, we this is gross how he did this for this movie. Mm-hmm. And like, no, we're not. Everyone, I know the whole like the Carrie prom scene with the split screen. Okay, whatever, we get it. That's like super like huge and like filmmaking. Yeah. That's not what we were critiquing. Yeah, like it's somebody can be like talented in like a filmmaking aspect, but they can so still creepy. be a creepy person. Literally, literally half director. of the yeah, literally half of oh, the well, male directors. Yeah, yeah, maybe seventy five percent of male directors. Uh-huh. To, like it, it. That's a thing. Like and. I mean, it's such it's such a polarizing topic, but I mean, I don't think I'm prepared to talk about it today. But like, when you separate the art from the artist, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's that whole thing. I, it's like, yeah. where do you fucking draw the line? You know? Yeah, because I remember my my okay, remember remember that Glee episode where they do the Chris Brown song? How do we always? I don't know. It's Glee. Or yes, yes, I do. And remember. so Marley was like, okay, but Chris Brown is like an abuser, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other guy, I don't know his name. Was like okay, but like I'm like just using his music. Like he should he should be able to separate it. And I remember being like, no, Marley is right. Like Chris Brown is an abuser, and I still don't like Chris Brown. But like now I'm like okay, no, you're right. This is we're gonna go down a rabbit hole. I don't. I'm not equipped yeah. to talk about this right now. But I do think my opinion on this has changed. Yeah. Which and it probably will change again. I know it's it's really hard because it also like depends on the severity of what the person did. Like and on like the type know. of like art it is because like yes. for example like west side story the new west side story we were saying in the um the last episode how like it's kind of uncomfortable that ansel elgord is in it and like we have to watch it mm-hmm. also they, she looks like a child next to him which is a whole really? other thing I've, did you see the trailer uh-uh, I didn't see it came out during the, the oscars but i was like and then but we were talking about it we we're like okay but we want to support this new young actress that mm-hmm. we like love we've like seen her youtube videos like she's super like talented so it's not fair for us to be like well we don't like Ansel Elgort and like not watch this movie it's also Steven Spielberg so like I don't know I think it's different like depending the kind of art because also music is more of a it's like a smaller group team Mm -hmm. and like focusing (laughs) mainly on an artist and whereas a movie is like a huge group of people so like I don't know anyway yeah we'll do that another episode but yeah, eventually. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's a hard topic and there is no right answer no. on it, I think is another big thing. And I think the movie that I was thinking about with this, like talking about things like beyond like maybe like a letterbox review or like a <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes review that would help people that are like negatively affected by it, that are negatively, negatively portrayed in it is like duff. Because oh, I saw a lot yeah. of TikToks recently also, about it. Also, the way, like, you said it, and, like, no one else had said it yet. And then all of a sudden, like... I, that's what I'm saying. I, that's happened like, multiple times. But I, not, okay, like, no. on the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. in general. Like, we'll talk about something. And then, like, on TikTok, like, a couple weeks later, like, some it'll, like, be a trending topic. And yeah. I'm like... Every, someone posted, like, a video, and they were like, oh, like, this movie, like, affected me mentally. I can't wait till mm-hmm. someone talks about it. I was like, we did this, like, three months ago. I know. Which, like, Maybe we should do edit. We should find it and do edit and like. I sent it to you. It's in. It's in. Yeah, we'll find it. Okay. We need to use TikTok better. I I post clips on it. Sometimes my head hurts. Like to think about like original content. To think Uh, about things to go with like trending sound is literally so hard. Anyways, physically cannot do it. Yeah, it it makes me. The thought of it makes me so. And then when it flops, you feel stupid. But also, like sometimes, (laughs) like I'll be watching TikTok and like they'll do something, and I'm like. So they like set up the camera and like went back and they did it. And like the thought of it makes me like, 
Okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I was thinking about the Duff when this happened mm-hmm. because like, I mean, before Duff came out, nobody knew what that term was. I don't think it was. was it a term? I don't think, I think so. They made it up. They definitely made it up, and because the movie was directed towards preteens, um, it did not help. No, it actually no. it just opened up a new insecurity and a new phrase to like call somebody, and it didn't do what it think it was doing. No. You know what I mean? And I don't think anybody that was negatively affected by it talked about it. I mean, I feel like I avoided it completely. Yeah. You know, I tried to not, but I know so many people that were like plus size in or felt like the duff in general because it doesn't have to do with like weight. It just means that you're the, you know, so <laughs> such a stupid term. Anyways, but it just like made everybody have a new insecurity, like yeah. looking, like you're pitting yourself against your friends. Mm-hmm. And then, like, imagine you come to school one day after your friend had watched a deaf and then, like, they have that conversation. It's like, oh, my God, who's a deaf in our friend group? Like, it's a cute thing. No, it's not. And I'm sure the person that got called the deaf in your friend group felt like shit, but felt like they couldn't talk about it because it was because then everyone's gonna be like cool. oh but it's like a good thing like did you watch the movie like yeah, yeah and no it was, like, not that's what good. somebody told me someone's like it's not an insult and i was like this are is. you insane yes, yes it, it is. is and that's a, that's another thing it's like the fact that we have not had a conversation about this until now and then also just such a small form as tiktok because yeah. it's not reaching like every person in the world mm-hmm. you know what i mean um so it's just like we should be talking about this yeah and like we shouldn't be living in fear that i mean i mean other people that aren't involved with like film at all you can you can do whatever you want you can <laughs> talk about and that's a that's the weirdest thing to me i don't know it's just like so frustrating sometimes feeling like you can't say anything because you want a job exactly and it's that's so annoying. and that's so fucked up is it not like i think that's so messed up yeah it's just scary because like also like we obviously like we're just start like literally just starting like behind yeah. the start line like yeah, we're yeah. literally like tying our shoes right now <laughs> and so i think it's just like scary because it's like okay if we're saying all this and we're we like i i feel like we're doing something positive i feel yeah, like this, every time i feel like yeah. good about what we said usually but what if like some executive sees this and is like no they're too outspoken yeah. and then just like doesn't hire us because of that that's what i was like fearing most yeah of. and i think if i've i've had that scenario in my head as well and i mean we have the power of social media oh i was like where is this going and <laughs> i mean like that's a problem with the company you know yeah but also when you speak out against a big company you all most of the times you're going to get shut out yeah and it's just so fucked it's so yeah. messed up dude like i always i always think about how like messed up the hierarchy in any sort of like job market there is like i think that's so crazy like if there was something wrong or one of my employees felt like off about something that we were doing i would want to know but yeah. that's just not the culture of hollywood mm-hmm. and that's scary mm-hmm. that's yeah. so scary that i mean i think scary. we're definitely moving we like the last episode we had was about modern female directors and i feel like a lot of those women mm-hmm. and like reese witherspoon has recently come out and like talked about media betrayals and stuff like that and there's people in high positions that are starting the conversations but i think 
the reason why I think both of us are so scared is because there's not, it's not the majority. Yeah. And on top of that, it's people who are already famous. Yes. Like, no matter what yes. they say, it's like, they okay, still they're still that person. Yeah, yeah. Like this name is still famous. And so they can say whatever they want, essentially. Like Beyonce can say whatever she wants. No one's going to like yeah. not hire her because she's Beyonce. And so that's why it's like, well, if we say something and they don't hire us, well, who's going to care? Yeah. Spooky. It is spooky. Um, so I Your said, do you write in cursive? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, fun. <laughs> um, no matter what type of movie, television show, media it is, that there's always some connection to our reality, and these depictions of people will affect these groups in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like just evident in all the episodes. That that's we've like done. Yeah, that's like like if you think that us critiquing this is like or critiquing movies is like oh they're doing too much we're really not but also we're like two people and like how big of a fucking impact could we have our our two opinions yeah make an impact on the industry that's true you know that's another we're not gonna get like a director canceled or anything like yeah doesn't even matter but (laughs) i just think like we could go harder if anything Oh, we won't. Yeah. oh we the won't. things I cut out. Oh yeah. The things yeah. I cut out where I'm just like, okay, this was like a lot. So yeah. let's 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 leave that on the what is it called? The cut, cutting table? What is that called? Oh god, you're so close. Um the the something table. When they, I think it's floor. On the no. on the table on the floor. Leave that on cutting, the floor. Cutting floor. cutting, cutting room floor. Cutting room floor? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but um <laughs> But yeah, okay, that's a good point. I think, like, I do think that, like, moving forward, I do want to have, like, um, like, discussions and, like, episodes and, like, topics that are, like, more, like, focused on the positive. Still, I think recently we've been doing better. Yeah, like, the, like the okay, like, the Modern Female Directors episode one was so much fun. The, oh, my God, let me look at this. I literally already had it pulled up. Okay. But I w- I've been listening to, like, our recent episodes, and I- I've already seen, like, a shift in yeah. um, our conversation. I think it was the roundtable episode that, like, shook us. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, wait. That was- no, wait, that's what I was going to say. I was like, the roundtable up. Like, I feel like. But the roundtable. I'm still proud of everything oh, we've done. Yeah. But, like, I think at times, sometimes we would be too negative about a thing. But also, we talked about, like, super heavy topics. Yeah. We you really know? started off, like really we were like okay racism but also there is not that many great portrayals yet in film industry so a lot of times there's like no good things to talk about because usually i try to like put good things in the outline and things that are positive that we can talk about but some topics there's literally no good portrayals and nothing good to talk about but that's also valid and also something that we absolutely should talk about because that's a problem that we don't have any positive portrayals of it. Like if if the, if the, if we can't find something, then that means that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. That we can't find anything about it, and we can't find people yeah. who are doing that. Because usually we talk, we find the topic that we want to talk about yeah. first, and then do the media like after, like while we're doing the outline. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait. Let me explain really quickly how we. Because someone was like talking to me about the podcast. I was like, I don't. I, I just realized no one like knows the process other than us and the, our guests. Mm-hmm. But basically, what we do is we find someone that is like or like someone tells us about someone that is like a student or like around our age, like a young creative person that wants to go into the entertainment industry. And so what we do is we send them, we have a list of like potential topics. All it is, it's literally like a title and like three or four 
movies mm-hmm. or TV shows. Sometimes we don't even use those ones. Yeah, yeah. Movies or TV shows that can go along with it just so they can get a general idea of mm-hmm. what it's going to be. And a lot of times this changes anyway, but um, that's how they pick. They pick the topic. We don't tell anyone what they should talk about. We literally just give them the list and then they decide what they want. Or they make their own topic too. Oh yeah, that's happened a bunch of times too. And so from that, that's how the discussion is guided. And so I think a lot of times like, well, (laughs) the topic will be like, oh, we're going to talk about bad about these people. But then it ends up like shifting into something like more positive. We're like, well, let's focus on the good things about this. Well, I think also we try to like be like, okay, what can we do now? I think yeah. we, we kind of lost a that call, for a, a little bit. Action. Yeah, I think we need to start doing that more often. Like, okay. have it in the outline, like a call to action to do. It Is this a business meeting? I mean, kind <laughs> of. I mean, I guess. But I think it's good to be transparent about yeah. it because a lot of people want to start podcasts. And I feel like especially I've seen a lot of film and television podcasts like pop off lately. Yeah, yeah on like TikTok and stuff. So I think it's like important to talk about. And I think like that's also like our main mission but the whole thing was like mm-hmm. to be transparent and like talk about yeah. things openly, you know? Yeah, that was like the, like the whole thing we wanted to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also like highlight, like another really, like one of the main things that we wanted to do was like highlight the guests. Mm-hmm. And I think we started doing that better. Yeah. So. I mean, it's always a learning. Also, like, I think we're also both very much people who overthink things oh, and are very yeah. hard on ourselves. So I think this like listening to this people would be like what What? like no one they're like no one thought about that no then that's what i notice all the time like people are like i didn't even think about it like that and i'm like well that's my mind yeah like sorry (laughs) that's how it works up here and like we've only done 30 episodes i'm the only but i mean it's true okay compared to other podcasts but like i mean like when you're saying when we're talking about critiquing ourselves, you know what I mean? Like we've only done 30 episodes and also we're not media trained. We're not <laughs> actually in the industry. Yeah. Like we're literally just two people that want to go into the industry. Yeah. You know, so we, ha- we also have a lot to learn as well. Yeah. So, which I think it would be, well, the book Charlie trying to find these people, but I think it would be interesting if we start, if we like also had a couple guests that were like, well, okay, everyone listening, let us know what you think, because I don't know. But uh, also guests that were, like, also in the industry, like, like younger people, mm-hmm. um, so that they can give their insight, because they're in it. Yeah. They're literally there. Yeah. But anything. And, and and on top of that, it's like, we're doing this podcast, but also, like, we're trying to get jobs. <laughs> so it's oh, like, yeah. I don't, I... This is just, like, a fun thing that we started in quarantine, and I think um i also think that's an admirable trait of us is that we don't want to like cause harm or like cause discourse you know what i mean i think it's good that we're thinking logically about Mm -hmm. it and like thinking about like the impacts beyond just the confines of apple podcast and spotify you know what i mean yeah interesting you thinking about it (laughs) i think yeah i agree yeah i just i just think Wait, hold on. I'm not going to say it. I just think because I've said that like six times already. Oh my God, but... When I'm listening back to the podcast, I'm like, I feel like I was yeah, like, and I'm I like, think it's so oh, annoying. I don't know what to fill it with. I guess just like, take it out completely. But yeah, because okay, like, like say, I just think blah blah. You just say it. Mm-hmm. I know, saying. but it's hard to, but it's I hard literally because I say feel that. like also a lot of people like, I know, it's like, it's going oh. <laughs> here, but like, I've, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I think okay, but I think it's, just, I, think it's a, I think it's a defense mechanism also because oh, sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, you think this of all people? No, I don't. Mm. I feel this way. I think that's why I say it. Well, you. I also don't want to come off too like cocky and like yeah, like this is what's true. Yes, because I don't know. Because I don't true. think it's. I don't think anything we say is like. This like, is fact. Exactly. Mm. And that's another big thing about this podcast. I want to be proven wrong and I want to see different sides of the situation. And that's why I love having the guest on mm. because we have another person's opinion. Yeah. And a lot of times they're from completely different. Because I feel like our, th- our like thought bubble, thought bubble, our like area of the world has kind of similar mm-hmm. like thoughts on certain topics. And then when we have the guests on, they like, we're going compute a completely different like perspective on it. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Interesting. Never heard thought of that. Yeah. And I'm not, like, where are ours is like super, I feel like there's podcasts that are like, Oh, this is something you should know about, you know? And like, it's like matter of fact. And like, these are oh, facts. Like, like the true crime. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. True crime. And then there's ones about like social justice and stuff like that. And I think also our, com- like our podcast is a conversation. Yeah. And now we just record it and put it up. Mm-hmm. It's not like this is definitive and this is our final answer yeah. on this topic. Nail it in the coffin. Yeah. W- like I've listened back to some podcasts. I'm like, oh, I don't even think like that anymore. Like, like, I'm like oh, yeah, like yeah. like certain things I'll like watch again or like I'll read something else about it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I have a different opinion on mm-hmm. it now. But I think that just should be a knowledgeable thing that every person should know about people is like your opinion can and will probably change. Yeah the more you grow because that's more things that you're observe absorbing yeah i also think like oh my god i mean this podcast is just like based in like fear of not getting a job and another okay here's another thing that helped me spiral (laughs) i saw this tweet and it was like oh we shouldn't be pushing for uh oh my god what was the word we shouldn't be pushing for the what is it called when we show someone in a movie? Oh my god, we literally use this word all show the time. Show someone in a movie? Like, like oh, like more people, like diverse people. Inclusivity? No. Representation. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Nice. Seeing people on the screen. I mean, yeah. Okay, that's what the word I was looking for. But I saw this thing and I was like, we shouldn't be pushing for representation. We should be pushing for change. And so I was like, oh my God, like this is whole thing was a waste, waste I mean, of time. But both, I mean, they, I it's they inter- hand it, hand. Yeah, it's with change, you're going to need to see representation. Yeah, because the people who, okay, the people who are in charge, the people who are have all the power, I hate to say it, but they are white people and a lot of times they're white men a lot of times they're out of touch as well with what yeah. people want which is like really weird because <laughs> they're, I don't know. they're in charge of pretty much everything yeah and so th- i saw that and i was like well i don't think i agree with this because like if you see like media literally affects everything and we talk about this all the time but we're like it, it affects the mindset of people so much but also if you have this this like this like ideology that like oh the representation doesn't matter then you're like completely ignoring the aspect of like children growing up like yes absolutely we will be going to like we want change like obviously that's why we started this change is representation yeah i think it's part of it i think it's hard because it's like change especially and i guess i mean we're talking about the hollywood so like yeah 
it's not going to be, it's going to take so much longer because I mean, it's, it yeah, has to start from the top mm-hmm. and the top does not want to listen mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. because they have the ability and they have the security to pretend like they don't hear everybody Yeah, when we all know they do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why it's important that like more stories are being told because it forces these like huge people are important, powerful people to like see the other perspectives that aren't theirs in mm-hmm. their comfortable little mansions. Yeah. It like forces them to like be put in other people's shoes. And also like what, like kids t- aren't ready for the revolution. Like kids are just kids and they should be allowed to be kids, but they also should be allowed to see themselves on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, represented like as superheroes or whatever like i know marvel sponsored by the military guys i know but like if a little kid sees himself as a superhero or as a ghostbuster or like whatever it is like it's still important it literally affects the brain so much more than you think way more than you think so like by having that kind of like mentality that like oh representation doesn't matter you're you're glossing over everyone 17 and under and that's like a huge part of your life. So I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, so crucial development wise. I'm not saying it's like the only step. I'm saying it's one of the steps. Yeah. And that's what, like exactly like it's hand in hand. You mm-hmm. can't have change without representation. Yeah. And like I know the representation feels like the bare minimum right now, especially when you know how much money and effort goes into making films and television and how many people are like profiting off of like these, like it seems like small pushes representation, but it's also like thinking about if you see representation and you feel like you could fit into a space, there's gonna be a want for more diverse people in the industry. And then there's like, cause I feel like sometimes, I mean, it is a reality, like actors, there's there's not enough people, but, oh my God, Hello. <laughs> POCs like they don't feel like there's room for them in the industry. Yeah. So I think for the long for a long time, I felt they probably felt like it, the odds were against them. Yeah, and they were. And they were. Um, and but, they still are. Yeah, and I think I mean, I know. <laughs> we need to find another way to say I think. I. We need to go through media training. We need to open a thesaurus <laughs> is what we need. No, but... Um, but I like I having it, like, in, in plain language because, like, I don't want it to... Be it's accessible. Too, yeah, exactly. We're the... Okay. I was going to say we're the Shakespeare of our time, and then I got brought down to earth by what I was saying. Because, <laughs> um, you know how, like, people are like, oh, Shakespeare was accessible for that time, even though Naki isn't to many people. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Shakespeare, like, wanted, like like poor people to be able to read his stuff he didn't want it to be like high class okay yeah what a king nice he also might not exist i also saw that theory but tiktok is full of (laughs) so many things also that brings me to like we need to like be critical audiences rather than passive audiences and oh my god when when my film teacher told said that to the class i was like your world is your mind sir <laughs> that's why they pay you to be the professor in front of this class i was literally shook to the core because i never thought about it like that mm. you know like i never because i mean that's just kind of like how it's been like you go to the movies no thoughts had empty but like yeah. we that that leads to us internalizing things and us like feeling so many types of ways you know yeah i think before yeah okay but i think like a lot of other people are learning this too now so like film students like i feel like 
Oh my god! I just had to think like six times in the past sixty seconds. Um, I think film students. Oh my god! <laughs> film students are. That's how we're trained, right? Like to understand, to look deeper, and also I think like English people and writing people and all that kind of thing. Um, but the general public, literally, no thoughts had empty. But I think when, like now, I don't know what it, what shifted. I think I, it's social media. But like, for I example, think, okay, I think it's a part of it. The example I'm going to bring up is my mother. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't have social media. Well, she has Twitter, but just to like stalk me and my brother. And so, we were watching a movie the other day um, in the theaters. Fun fact: theaters are open again. So fun. There was no one else in the theater because it was a bad movie. But um, I've been to movie theaters like twice. Once. Yeah, me too. They were both bad movies. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know about it. But we were watching this movie, um, and we were like thirty minutes through, and my mom turns to me and she's like, "Was this written by a guy?" And I was like, "She didn't listen to our podcast, maybe." It's like she has, right? She's she only listened to the first episode. I told her yeah. not to because I was like, "I'm." It's gonna affect my discussion. Um, <laughs> and so I looked it up, and yes, it was written by a guy. But I was just shook that my mom was like thinking about that now. I was just like, okay. Hmm. I just never assumed that she was gonna like. I, I thought she was more of a no thoughts empty moviegoer, yeah. but now that like we were watching the movie, I was like, yeah, this is a very misogynistic. Well, also movie. like you've probably said something to her about oh, yeah. it, so like mm. I think, but I think that's important that kids are talking to their parents about it yeah. because, yeah, like what you said, like your parents don't. Really, I mean, my mom's literally always on Facebook, so <laughs> <gasps> Facebook is. It's terrifying. I can't. I open it sometimes, and I'm. I immediately close it. My grandma it was like, scared. "No, yeah, she like was like, I don't know, like they're, they're saying that like I don't know what people are saying on Facebook. I don't know what side of Facebook they're on, but they're saying that like the amount of vaccine misinformation that's on there is shocking. Yeah, and no one facts checks. Well, okay, this it, is bringing it back to what you were saying. Like, no one fact checks anything online. They just see it and take it for face value, especially like on TikTok. Someone will just say something on Twitter, like on literally everything. And then people just run with it. Mm-hmm. They're just like, okay, let's go. Okay, with yeah, it. this is the truth. Yeah. And no Google searches after, oh no my. academic research. No, there's this one lady I follow on TikTok. She's a prof. Oh my God, me. I, she has like so many degrees. Hold on, let me pull her up real quick. Um, oh, Dr. Ina. Konevsky, PhD, psych professor, mom, Jewish, atheist, Russian-speaking, ex-Soviet refugee. Okay, fine. Um, But what she does is she, like, debunks TikToks. And, like, so someone will post, like, okay. Well, I won't, I'll show it to to you later. But basically someone will be saying something about, like, mental health. They're like, did you know that, like, chewing on straws means that you hate your parents or something like that and everyone replies and they're like that makes so much sense and then she replies and she's like there's no basis in this and then she pulls up like receipts like scientific studies and i'm like this is what we need more of on social media because no one fact checks and also like the new twitter feature where it's like if you try to retweet an article it's like did you read it (laughs) it literally says that yeah look i'll show you right now it's like oh do you want to like read it first or something not maybe not that passive aggressive but um Hold on, let me find an article. Okay, like this variety article. I might have already clicked on it. Yeah, I already clicked on it. Um, That's fun that they're doing that, though. Yeah, I was so... Okay, like like this one. Want to read the article first? You're about to share an article you haven't opened on Twitter. That's a great feature to have. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, especially on social media, it's kind of just an echo chamber and also just like you press two buttons and then you look, you appear to be intelligent because you share an article when you actually or, didn't yeah. read it. Or a little pretty Instagram post. Exactly. 
little infographic. Just some food for thought. I mean, we're yeah. all guilty of it, 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, you just see the headline, you think you know what the article is, but the headline, friends, is just to draw you in, mm-hmm. to read the article. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what the article is about. It's just what was catchy yeah. to the audience. Exactly. Period. Journalism 101, friends. I literally had journalism 101. I love in college. journalism. Makes my head hurt. I don't like okay. writing. I don't like oh, writing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like writing at all. That was such a hard class. <laughs> Speaking of writing, I, so, I, okay, I just finished my last semester. Well, I'm about to finish my last semester of college. Well, by the time is it? No, I just, I'm about to finish my last semester of college. And I like followed a bunch of my screenwriting classmates because I'm like, we got to get these people on our Hollywood. So there's going to be a screenwriting month on our Hollywood. <laughs> Two months. <laughs> Two months, maybe, yeah. because like, I just think there's so many well like when I'm in these like screenwriting classes I'm like these people have so many fun perspectives on the world that I have not seen yet and so that's what we kind of want to do with the podcast we're like well let's highlight Mm -hmm. people that like aren't usually what is on the spot in Hollywood that wasn't a sentence so thank you everyone so much for listening to season two of our Hollywood um I had so much fun these were some really fun episodes. Next time I will, oh wait, I was going to say next time I won't do it while I'm in school, but I, you that have, ship has sailed. Yeah. Ew, that's so scary. Um, Cause I want to be able to focus a lot more on like the content. Well, well, yeah, we'll follow us on all of our social media accounts because that's when you'll find out when season three is coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that. Um, and then we have a, other stuff coming out first, maybe the short film. We're going to work on it this summer. <laughs> That's like our task this summer. Yeah, uh, we're not starting season three until that thing is online. Well, Anyways, yeah, short film to come. I'm so ready for the short film to be out. But then maybe we can't even like put it on because we enter into festivals. We can't even put it online yet. Sometimes you can. Oh. We just have to read the fine print. Okay. Well, things are coming. Oh my god, that's not annoying. Anyways, I am glad we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good, I think it's good for everybody to know, honestly. And like, I mean, because that like the t- tweet or excerpt that we read earlier, like that is 100% valid. And I mean, filmmaking is really hard to do and it's hard to break it in, but it's also important to talk about yeah. context and what comes after. Yeah. You know. And we will. And I think that the next you'll you'll notice a shift probably in our upcoming episodes and like the way it's formatted, the way like the tone of it. Because we're trying to take it more seriously, I guess, is what like. Yes, we're also. Yeah. OK, because like some a lot of times, like when we're doing this, I'm like, well, I do want it to be a little bit lighthearted because it's like really dark. But I also don't want it to seem like we're taking it as a joke. Mm-hmm. So that's also a whole other thing. Yeah. Anyway, season three coming soon. Um, Thank you all for listening. Stay safe. Get vaccinated.